Welcome to the Minuteel Podcast. I am your host, the Hot Take Hooligan AGK. I am rocking with the Cannabis Analyst Agent J. And today, we got a special guest. It's the one. It's the boy. Look at that. Fly. Look at that right there. <laughs> hey, that hey, boy look like Tupac right there. Look at that. Oh, oh my man. God. We bringing in the one and only UCF Jaguar in the building. What is going on, sir? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you getting me on that graphic right when I got a fresh fade. It made it look a lot better, that's for sure. It was crispy. It was crispy. very crispy. Crispy line. Crispy line. Yes, sir, man. <laughs> man, I'm excited as hell to get you on. You are one of the, the largest and the OGs of this Jaguar content creation, uh, especially in this newer era. Um, I mean, you've been out here doing it and doing it big on all levels, so it is a... a an honor to have you on the show today definitely and uh we, we are excited as hell and as always this show is brought to you by the good folks over at uh, the miller creative group miller creative group they take care of all of your customizing needs and we're not just talking about hats and tees no miller creative group can literally take care of you designed to print on everything trophies awards web services vehicle wraps the whole shebang make sure you check them out online at mcg247.com or on all social media platforms at mcg247 miller creative group discover the one source difference 904 printing your one-stop shop for all your printing needs flyers business cards, banners, apparel, and more. 904 Printing has got you covered. Call for a quote today, 904-392-2139. Or visit us online at 904printing.com. 904 Printing, we're just better, duh. The trolls are out and in full. I was, I, was about to, I was about to say we cannot put the comments on on the screen. <laughs> I know, man. I don't know what's going on over here. Wowzers, Batman! Is, Look at is, that. What did What did you bring me into? This is a this is a setup. Whoa! <laughs> hey, the trolls have followed UCFJ. Well, this is what happens when you on though. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. I ain't shit, but hey. You, Hi, Yo, I don't people. I don't I, know any of these people. Now. They're all from YouTube somehow. UCF is introducing us to a whole nother level of of Jaguar content stardom right now. We're not gonna show y'all this, but there has got to be. Uh, it looks like about a hundred comments, straight trolls. Yes, going in right now. So if I think you this, are, I think this, I think this is the Callahan version of the Jaguar fans over here. <laughs> I bet it's a bunch of Titans fans, to be honest with you. I bet it's a bunch of Titans fans who have infiltrated on YouTube and they're trying to go on with this right here. But man, we are excited to get the show rolling today, man. We got UCF Jaguar in the building, and we're gonna kick it off like on like we always do. We're gonna talk a little bit of Jaguar news, right? So uh breaking news, Jay. I don't know if you've heard, but the original Duval Sunshine is coming home as the Jacksonville Jaguars have decided to enlist the services of one Nick Sorensen as the special teams coordinator. The original Sunshine back in Duval, man. How do you feel about that hire right there, bro? I mean, I didn't know that he was doing work in the league, but I mean... Shit, he's played for a while for us for a long time. He, hey, 
we had we had two safeties. We had we had Sorensen, we had Przinsky back there. And Sorensen was making plays, Przinsky not so much. So, hey, I feel like if he got any kind of insight for them players, uh, like I said, he knows how it is when the stadium's rocking. He knows how the city is. Uh, if he can coach that shit well, it'll, it'll it'll be great. Facts, facts, facts. How about you? You CLJ, why how you feeling about that signing right there, man? I mean, it's interesting. I literally haven't heard the dude's name since he was on the Jaguars. I mean, I had no idea he was out in the coaching circles like that. But, hey, man, uh, I mean, I'm all for it. I always like bringing in, you know, former Jaguar players that have made impact on the team. And um, I look forward to in 20 years when we sign Andrew Wingard as the special teams coordinator. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. You know, the hair in that locker room now is crazy. The the the. The contest for best duel is getting wilder by the day. Sorensen, though, I remember you remember we had our own little version of Hard Knocks, right? Mm-hmm. Way back, yeah. right? Like it came on local TV, if I believe, if I remember correctly. Or was yeah, it, it was back with like Reggie Williams, I think, was mm-hmm. on it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Sorensen was on there playing the guitar. I'll never forget him in the hotel room that was playing his, his guitar. Oh, he wasn't, a, was he a rookie? Uh, he, was just, he was just doing it in his just for training camp. I remember I the rookie show. I remember they did the rookie showcase and shit. All that I shit remember. Like that. I remember that as well. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I remember that as well. So it is. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man, to see what happens. I mean, special teams is a huge part of the game. It was obviously a hole after um, Buddy decided he was just gonna take a hiatus again and and bounce at, at the most inopportune time. And I think mm-hmm. that it is hard to find quality coordinators at the special teams position. I mean, it's not necessarily a people don't wake up and go, "Hey, I want to be a special teams coordinator." Mm-hmm. So to get a to, to get a guy like Sorensen with some experience and then a little history in Jacksonville to come back, I think is pretty dope. So that's awesome, man. But I want to get right into a little UCF Jaguar info, man, because I wanted I want the people to learn about you more. I want to know some more about you. Uh, so so let's get right into my little interview. Now I think I, I think I've done a good job here, Jay. I put some shit together. We're gonna ask the difficult questions. Mm-hmm. We're going to ask the tough stuff right now. We're going to find out everything there is to know about UCF Jaguar right now. You ready? Let's do it. You ready for this? You ready for this? All right. I think for starters, at what age did you pop your chair? No. So what's your earliest memory? <laughs> what's, your, <laughs> what's your earliest memory of the Jacksonville Jaguars, man? Uh, okay. That's an easier question. All right. Um, my earliest memory, I mean, like, it's crazy with me because, like, I was born in 1993, so I didn't really live through all the crazy 90s stuff with Mark Brunel and, like, Tony Baselli and stuff. So, really, like, when I started, like, watching the Jaguars, it was pretty much with, like, you know, I think the first year was really the Reggie Williams rookie season. That's when I really started kind of following the Jaguars. About, about then, I was, like, I think, like, you know, 10 or 11 years old, so it was a lot – I was kind of getting in that that age of football, and then I remember like in seventh or eighth grade was when they basically made the run <laughs> to the playoffs where they beat the Steelers. And uh, you know, since then I've been obviously following it a lot. I really started connecting with the Jaguars a lot was in uh, 2012 after graduating from high school, and I moved away from Jacksonville. Uh, Jaguars were kind of a big connection to Jacksonville for me, so. You know, really 2012, and then the next year we brought in Gus Bradley and the Dave Caldwell regime. So that was when I really started following all the, you know, day-to-day type of stuff involving the Jaguars. That's dope. That's dope. See, I'm old, man. 
I'm old. Jay's Jay's kind of old, and then you're young as hell. So, like, I think I was eight years old when we got the team. Yeah. But I think the first game I actually remember was the the Miami game. That was, like, the first football game I remember watching as a kid was the Dan Marino retirement game. It's hard for for me to remember, like, my first football memory because, dude, my dad – I grew up – my dad took me to, like, Gator games when I was, like, less than a year old. Like, I just grew Mm -hmm. up on football. So, it was, like, always around. It wasn't something where I was, like – you know, my friend used to watch it, and I kind of started watching with him, but then I developed love for that. Like, I was pretty much born, you know, with football in my blood, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So, let me ask you this. Favorite Jaguar player of all time? Favorite? Oh, man. You know, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you two of them. I'll give you two of them. I, I think my favorite like player from a great standpoint was probably Fred Taylor. I mean, he was a he was a guy like I watched when I was young. You know what I mean? He was a you know a childhood nostalgic thing for me. He was the first one to sign my cast when I broke my arm, which is pretty Ooh. cool. You know, we can go on to say all the great accolades of Fred Taylor, but I think my favorite is Blake Bortles. As as bad as that sounds, um, I was. A sophomore in college when the Jaguars drafted Blake Bortles and I was at UCF. I was like at a UCF bar when it happened and it was just like nuts when that draft pick <laughs> happened. And then we were all just going crazy. And, um, you know, just I was always backing Blake Bortles. And honestly, I mean, in my, in my time, no quarterback has taken us as far as Blake Bortles. And I know looking back, I mean, he's probably a bust. Um, you know, I mean, he was incredibly inaccurate, but – um, he was a guy that really the whole fan base kind of got behind, and it was a kind of cool rallying point when everybody was kind of hating on him, saying that the Jaguars can't get anywhere with Blake Bortles. And then, you know, they did wind up getting on the doorsteps of the Super Bowl. So uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, Blake, man, we were big BB – me and me and me and Jay were big BB5 guys. I got the autograph <laughs> Bortles rookie jersey right there. Um, big believers in Blake yeah. and well, what he could do. The biggest thing was, shit, he just – he was on a shit team. Like the team was so bad. Like I hate when people be like, "Oh man, he's just so bad." I'm like, "Bro, there's nobody good on the roster. Like none of those guys will be there." So yeah, right. no good. And, and the year, the year he went to the AFC Championship. I mean, we look at how great the defense was, but we really didn't have that many great wide receivers there. Like what wide receiver from that? You know, because Allen Allen Robinson got injured. Like there's like no like D.D. Westbrook isn't around. Allen Hearns isn't really doing anything. Marquise mm-hmm. Lee is out of the league. Like, he wasn't really throwing anybody that year. Right. Now, I remember Blake Borders leading the team in rushing, bro. Like, Toby Gearhart in the backfield. Like, I mean, some of the worst. And you've got Blake Borders actually leading the team in rushing with, you know, 650 yards or such at that time. I mean, bro. Yeah, put the team on his back. Yeah, Blake <laughs> was a – And he was he such was a, a relatable kind of guy. He was a relatable guy because it really does feel like he could be in the stream with us and we'd all just be kicking it. You know what I mean? He wasn't uptight. He was just he he literally felt like he was just like born and raised in Duval. Yeah. I mean, he knew what he knew what it was. Like he knew that being the number one pick, yeah, that's a lot of pressure. But at the same time, he's like, damn, am I gonna I can't let this shit drive me crazy? <laughs> because yeah. because like I said, horrible teams and like I said, my first Oh, oh, garbage time. I'm like, man, you got to make those plays, regardless of it's garbage time or not, or whatever you call garbage times. I don't call a whole bunch of one possession losses garbage time. So I don't know. He's just like I said, he knew he was doing the most that he could. 
he had a shit. He had a ceiling. You know what I'm saying? He 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 was limited on his accuracy and probably like poise, but he did as much as he could for our team. And, and it was funny because like I used to live in the same where his hometown was over in a um, what's called Oviedo, which is right next to UCF. And I remember there was an article came out about his dad base who was talking. He was like. Like the only time Bortles ever really had expectations was once he got to the NFL because in high school he wasn't that highly recruited. He had like two quarterback scholarships, you know, mm -hmm. went to UCF, you know, played there, did some things. And all of a sudden his junior year, you know, he started winning some. And then they're like, oh, this guy might be a draftable player. To all of a sudden it's like, oh, this guy might be a third or fourth round pick. And all of a sudden he was getting like a first round grade. And then before you know it, he was a number three overall pick. So it just yeah. like for <laughs> him, it was like literally the transformation from like, that 365 day period before that, mm -hmm. like it just like blew up on him. Yeah, and it's kind of wild. I don't want to get too long into on Blake, but it's just kind of wild because he's like, you got him in college, and you see he has all these athletes around him. He has people forget about the, the guys that were on that team. Just that was a lot of fast receivers, a lot of guys were running four threes. The defenses were good. Like they helped project him up to where he, you know, was to be a top pick. But the problem was we had Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns, and they both ran 4-7. So yeah. it's like, let him throw the ball. Like, if he had Tariq Hill, I don't know if – I know it's not going to be Mahomes-like. But if he could just throw the ball and make a guy go get it, he's great at that. He is great at putting the ball within ten, five to ten yards to make the receiver make that play. It was the putting it on, putting it on the money all the way down the uh, field. And at least it was like when he sucked, it was fun to watch him suck. Like he'd throw interceptions off helmets and like off of people's feet and stuff like that. It was or like, pick okay, six. Or pick six. It's like, it's like, yeah. At least you did something. You didn't just go out there and fucking blame Gabbard that shit and curl up like fried shrimp every time the defense like, got close. Yeah. Like moving his head all around and like, and like, and yeah, he would sit there and take a hit. Like Gabbard was just like, would drop back and then just like bend over, let the defense put it in him. Like it just. Facts. I was say, look, I tell her all the time, he, he curl up like fry shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> My friend, just pretty much. So I think I got, I think I got all of the all of the trolls out, blocked, and uh, banned. So I think we're good. I think I've limited the trolling. We'll see. We'll see if they hike back up. You got to you got to hit up like Ben or something like that with a Ben's for my channel. You got to hit him up with a mod so he can uh he can clean out the garbage. Yeah, that was a that was an adventure. That was fun. Definitely. All right, so <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I right, uh, what? Let, let's get your top ten Jaguars of all time. Who's your top ten favorite? Your personal favorite, be it uh, talent wise or just guys that you particularly love. What's your top ten Jaguars of all time? Man, it's uh, it's hard to put this in an order, but I'll go ahead and list some players. Man, I I really did like Allen Robinson. Um, I know he left in kind of a shitty way, but man, it was. I, I still wish we would have kept him. I, you know, he was entering free agency. I wish we would have like gone after him, um, but we didn't. So you know, it's fine. Um, I really like Miles Jack. Miles Jack's one of my favorite current guys. I really like Josh Allen. I mean, he was. This is the first jersey I bought since like 2014 because I I just get scared of buying jerseys. And as what? we all know, it's dude, what do you think? It's it's a. <laughs> I, I think I think the worst investment in a lifetime is buying a Jaguar jersey in the last 10 years. Like, Probably. I mean, they're first of all they're overpriced. I mean, and they're just—I don't know. It's all these players are in and out. You know, what I mean, even the even the players think are safe, like Jalen Ramsey, find their way out. Um, so yeah, I like Josh Allen, like Miles Jack, 
Um, I liked Al Robinson. Obviously, I already said Blake Bortles. You got to put in the guys like Maurice Jones-Drew in there, uh, Fred Taylor. I didn't really live through the Mark Brunell or Tony Baselli days, so I can't really I can't really attest um, to those guys. Uh, let me think. I like John Hen- I like John Henderson. John Henderson's a man. Um, he was awesome to watch. Um, I liked Mike P. Mike Peterson back in the day. Oh, yeah. um, like he was an absolute beast. Uh, who else now? Um, I'm trying to think of kind of more recent guys, but they haven't really. I liked AJ Boye just with the with the UCF connection, mm-hmm. and I'll throw another one out there. Uh, hmm. Can I say Trevor Lawrence? Does Trevor Lawrence count? <laughs> Trevor Lawrence definitely counts. I, I've never I've never been more excited for a Jaguar player in my mm-hmm. lifetime than Trevor Lawrence. So it's got to be yeah. got to be him. Mm-hmm. No, that's I I, I agree. Uh, I've never been now. I don't know the Jalen Ramsey, Miles Jack back to back, like getting those guys. Yeah, that was. A I, I remember where I was for both of those picks. I can't tell you where I was for the Bortles pick. I don't really remember. I feel like I was at a B Dubs. No, I was at the stadium for the Bortles pick because th- this is like the first year they did the uh, the draft party and they had it outside of the stadium, like in the. Uh, I remember that before they, before it was Daly's place. They still had the you know the little Pepsi little area right there. Mm-hmm. They had that, and so. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. Whenever I freaking said Jag- Jaguars pick with the fifth hit, Blake Bortles, everybody was like, "Huh? What the fuck?" I felt I, I felt like it was a general consensus we were picking him. I mean, I remember them. A lot of people had him linked to us going into it. I knew we were going quarterback, and I mean, I wasn't really shocked when we picked him. But well, the I, problem, I can't I can't well, remember what I was. If you, I was on Twitter a lot then. And the, the the general consensus kind of wasn't that we were going to take him because he there was they knew what time it was they knew that that was going to be a project and it had to be perfect for him and a lot of people were like we shouldn't pick him I remember the article it's like the Jaguar like a team's going to reach on him that's not mm-hmm. ready like if he was able to be in Green Bay then or somewhere where he could sit just to learn and do something instead right. of just actually having to take fucking live rounds, he probably have been fine. Cause I mean, he would have learned. We were bad. Oh, we were bad. But I remember, I remember like, when Blake Bortles first stepped on the field, I was at that game mm-hmm. and we're getting, we're getting our boots smoked by the Colts and I'm sitting next to some Colts fans. And Jay, you know, when I'm at a game, UCF, we, we've never been able to go to a game together. At some point, we're going to have to take in a game together. I'm very, very loud, aggressive, and very violent. Like, I will slap the fuck out of somebody huh. if I feel that they are disrespecting Jacksonville. The city, the team, whatever. Like, I'll throw water bottles at every motherfucking bite. Don't play with me. So, I, I'm sitting here, and I'm getting mad because these Colts fans are in our house. He, he's a little too drunk for my liking, so he's being a little loud and arrogant with it. And I'm like, trying to console, you know, fuck you, I hope your mother gets cancer. Now sit back down. All right, let me chill, let me chill, let me chill. Then, you know, I mean, I'm just, I am very upset. And so people are leaving. I mean, it's what, I think it was 21 zip. It, mm-hmm. it was in the 20, 20 something to zero at that point. Halftime happens. And next thing you know, when five comes trotting onto that field, the entire mm-hmm. building blows the fuck up. Yeah, they did. And it was the loudest I'd heard. Oh, my God. And and then if it wasn't the first play, motherfucker, it was the second play. He did that that play action, went directly into the end, turned around, reversed field, took off the other way, and then hit the fullback on a quick dump off. And we said, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he was about to run into that guy 
Yeah. And then he was like, oh, shit. And he turned around and dumped it. It was like, damn, like, Chad Henney ain't doing that. No, Chad, Chad Henney's Henney not doing that. Chad Henney is not doing that. And it was yeah. funny that year because everyone was surprised the Jaguars drafted Blake Bortles. But then looking back, it's like, how are we surprised? All we had was, like, Chad Henney on the roster quarterback. Why were we surprised he went quarterback? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. There's, yeah. There's probably yeah. places we could have went. But, like I say, we got – it, it, to me, there wasn't horrible quarterback play. We transitioned from Blaine Garrett, which to me was horrible quarterback play. But it just—I don't know. I feel like he just kept pressing. He just was Blaine he, Gabbard horrible, or was Blaine Gabbard a victim pussy. of of terrible pussy, circumstances? Pussy. Blake had the he's same circumstances. He's a backup quarterback. He's a backup quarterback. He had mojo. But he had mojo. He didn't have an off season. But he had mojo. He didn't have an off season. That was lockout time. He was yeah, throwing passes. He? He was throwing passes as a, at Atlantic Coast with his wide receivers. Yeah, there but was the, it was the lockout. The CBA that's, couldn't get a that school. I don't even know that school. Was, I don't even know if that school was built. No, it was. It was over there. It was on Kerner, <laughs> right? Ain't yeah, it on but, Kerner? No, uh, oh, over there, kind of the other way. No, what's that area? Nine A. He might have been. Pra- he might have been at the park up there on Bay Meadows. No, they was out there at the field. <laughs> But um, but regardless, bro, the stingrays, the or whatever same, the fuck they call, yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, the same. But regardless, bro, same circumstances actually worse for Blake when Blake came. Like, uh, bro, he had, bro, he had mojo. Like, yeah, motherfucker who knew this gonna get the ball. Like, you didn't have to be that scared, bro. You yeah, knew you then, had a motherfucker who get a thousand. You didn't have to be that scared. We just but, had a conversation about how Byron Leftwich could have possibly been an elite quarterback. But he was being slaughtered play after play after play. We could not pass block to save our lives. Yeah, but he thugged it out. Was yeah, but he thugged it out. But look, he thugged it out. David Garrard thugged it out. Bitch Gabbert didn't thug it out. Blake Bortles thugged it out. Everybody else thugged. Chad Henney thugged it out. Everybody else didn't do that shit. Chad Henney doesn't. No, don't you say that. Don't you say Chad, that about Chadrick. Chadrick didn't, didn't thug out shit. Chadwick, Bo- Chadwick Boseman, <laughs> the White Panther, <laughs> definitely. Thugged it out. Definitely thugged it out. Yeah, but I mean, Blaine Gabbard, he's he's blue eyes, white privilege, man. He's going to be on a team everywhere he goes because he's the he's a blonde haired, tall guy. He's going to be great in practice. He's going to know got, the playbook. That's how he got drafted. He ran a oh my god, he ran a four six forty. We got to draft this guy. What hey, hold on, f- hold on. What the fuck? Ain't that many Caucasians out here running four six? I'm the, need you to calm down. The bitch That's a full of three to the white community. Let me the, tell you something. The bitch, the bitch threw twelve touchdowns to eleven interceptions <laughs> that year. Bro, in college, you know bro, that's that's crazy. And you Look, got dra- you got drafted in the first round with that. It, Look, it was it was it was, it was all it was all because it was six six. And he ran a four six forty. That's it. That's the only reason ben they drafted says him. His top Jaguars. Are Blaine Gabbert, Fred yeah, Taylor. He <laughs> definitely did not. I can read. Hey, Tony Baselli, Fred Taylor, Mark Brunel, Donovan Darius, Paul Pazlesny, Rasheem Mathis, Jimmy Smith, Keenan McCardell, Tony Brackers, and Mojo. That's a good list, man. Jay, give me, your top, give me your top five. Top five? I'm your going, top five. I'm going Fred. Okay. I'm going um, Jimmy. This is not really in any particular order. Jimmy. Um... I'm going. John Henderson. I'm going. That's three. What was that's three? I'm 
Donovan Darius and Ooh, that's a good one. Uh let me see who else who I'm gonna put in that bitch on number five. <laughs> I'm gonna go Mojo. I was just gonna I was gonna throw somebody obscure in there. I was just gonna throw like Fernando O'Brien or somebody in there. Oh my <laughs> but, but I'm gonna go Sorensen. Right. I'm gonna go Tony Bo, Jimmy Smith, Fred Taylor, Greg Jones. There's my off the wall. And uh and big Marcus Strap. That's what I'm gonna go. All right. Obviously, we can shuffle that around, but uh and, and add in t- plenty of different guys. I mean, Rasheem Mathis. That, that's one of the coolest stories ever. Again, mm-hmm. hometown kid gets to come home. That's a beautiful thing. Um, Jacksonville, Jacksonville's done that a few times. We really have. We've done that a few times. We brought the hometown kids home. Thank God we didn't do that this year. We'd be sitting here talking about Mac Jones oh, playing man. quarterback. I'm, not, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, man, I appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. This is the Minute Teal Podcast. We are live with UCF Jaguar, man. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at Minuteal Pod. On Instagram at Men and Teal Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's Men and Teal Podcast. The Twitch, that's the same. Facebook group where we keep it live and popping. Just simply search Men and Teal Podcast. And make sure that you follow UCF as well on Instagram at UCF underscore Jaguar. Twitter the same, UCF underscore Jaguar. And subscribe to his YouTube channel as well. That's UCF Jaguar. Man, he keep it simple for you. Keep it simple. Know, it's simple, man. man. Make it easy keep for it, him to keep find. Keep it good you. across all boards, man. Easy money, easy money. So let's get back to it, man. I'm sitting here. Let's see. Let me ask you this. When did you start covering the team? And, and what made you say, I'm not just going to watch the game. I'm going to start creating content for him as well. So when um, and why? I started the YouTube channel in January 2017. It was a month after I graduated college. And I mean, I had, I'd always been huge on I always really liked YouTube because in college, I never really had a TV um, I would literally just have my entertainment be like on my phone through like YouTube. I love to watch different YouTubers and whatnot. And then, you know, that was kind of my source of entertainment. And, you know, I had always been super active uh, in those days on like the Jaguars Facebook pages and whatnot. And I just got to the point where I was like, I'm just tired of typing all my thoughts. I want to kind of talk <clears throat> about it. And then, uh, you know, I mean, there were different Jaguar YouTubers out there. So like, you know, why don't I, you know, there weren't that many. So I was like, oh, why don't I just start doing this? And then. Um, I did it, and then, I mean, my channel blew up pretty quickly. I mean, I had like a 1,000 because I started in January. I had like January – I started January 2017, and before the season started, I had like a 1,000 subscribers. And then, I don't know, it just it just started blowing up. My videos back in the day, I mean, they were awful. I mean, my videos were just <laughs> terrible. I mean, I can, I can admit, they were terrible. Um, but the good thing about it was that when I rewatched from my videos as bad as they were, I could see myself and say I didn't know what I was talking about. I just kind of had to find my footing. I, I was never in front of a camera, so that was a little bit awkward for me. And uh, but I was never a great speaker. I mean, I'm an accountant. You know what I mean? I'm just I've got that kind of personality almost. So I was just not used to being in front of a camera, uh, kind of giving my thoughts about that kind of stuff. But then now it's it's got it's been really cool, man. I've been uh, kind of holding it down as not only the biggest Jaguars YouTuber, but I have a biggest YouTube channel amongst any AFC South team. So it's pretty sick. Yeah, that's good because fuck the Titans and anybody who covers yeah, the Titans. Them. Yeah. You know, I'm not I cool with none of you that, bitches. I have friends that do that do Titans, but fuck them. You know, I hate yeah, them. Yeah, I'm not I'm not cool with your friends. Fuck your friends. Yeah, fuck I hate them. them. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Not fuck them, but motherfuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So I mean that's dope, man. I think yeah, I I, I said I was there. I feel like I was there day one. Uh, you know, I, I definitely watched you grow. I watched you start out. I remember videos of you in the car looking extremely nervous oh, and yeah. awkward producing content. And I was like, you know, again, you knew what you were talking about without a doubt. You know, you were delivering the facts and coming up with, you know, your own takes and whatnot and, and putting them out there very well. But it was like you just looked a little nervous, you know. Well, it's hard because it wasn't that I was made it. But it's funny because it wasn't even that I was nervous. I just didn't know how to do it. I was like, how do I talk to this camera? Like, how do I like... <laughs> what do I do with I'm my like, hands? Yeah, what do I do? Like, you know what I mean? I was like, I, I, it was very awkward. But, you know what I mean? I mean, practice makes perfect. <laughs> I mean, when I've made like probably... I've probably made over 800 videos at this point. I mean, you if you're not getting any better, then you might have to uh, go back to painting boards. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Speaking of though, those boards though, I mean that's that shit that's hanging up on the wall back there that you do. That's some incredible shit. Yeah, dude, that was the first one I ever that? made. That was the first one I ever made too, right back there. That is incredible, man. I remember that was one of the first things I saw you post, and I was like, "Yo, look at this dude. This dude makes these giant." Because I was like big, I was definitely big Florida Jag fan. I had a giant. Green, remember this Jay? That giant, giant green Dodge. Mm -hmm. I called it. I called it my Dodge Ramsey, and I had a giant Jaguar head on the door, and I had I would fly Jag flags everywhere I went, and it was loud. I mean, this old two thousand Dodge had two hundred thousand miles on it, big, huge V ten motor. I mean, nasty. And uh, I, I had Steeler fans that lived down the street. And during 2017, I would pull up in front of their house and rev my motor at 5 a.m. on my way to work every single day and fly my flags past them. They were not very happy. And I was extremely happy about that. But I saw your 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 wooden heads and I was like, oh man. And then you did uh you did one with the, the leaping jaguar. And I was like, oh my God, these are incredible. Yeah, I, got a, I got a leaping one back here. I com I combined the new logo with the actual mm -hmm. long one, and I kind of did a different color scheme where I did it kind of, you know, gray and kind of a lightning teal color. So it's pretty sick. And hey, you do all of that are... from scratch. I mean, you're cutting the wood, painting <clears throat> the whole night, right? Yeah, I mean, I just I just get slabs of plywood from Home Depot and just draw it up, cut it up, put some primer on that bad boy, and just paint away. He said he's a fucking accountant. Hey, man of many talents. You gotta have many talents. <laughs> What's funny is when I made that, I didn't. I made it for myself because I was like, I gotta get because I used to go to all the training camps. I'm like, I gotta get something sick for them to sign. I don't want them just to sign a notebook and then the notebook mm -hmm. goes in my you know drawer and I don't do shit with it. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna make a big ass fucking jaguar out of plywood and just like paint it up and get them to sign it. And I posted it in the, one of the jaguar groups and that thing went crazy, man. Everybody won one, so I was like, all right, I guess I'm uh, I guess I'm an official painter over here, so. <laughs> Dude, I, I I can't even I can't even tell you how many of these I painted up, man. But I used to that that helped that helped get me through uh get me through college for sure, man. I uh that was kind of my job for uh, about a year and a half. Uh, yeah. yeah, gotta capitalize on it. Fuck it, you gotta do it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. If there's anything I've learned how to do, it's how to monetize myself with the Jaguars. It's just uh. It's all come by accident too. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's niche. I mean, the thing is, it's just you know, as as the team goes, we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I know it's going. If we have another, if we have another year like 2017, I I, I expect all every creator to have a you know an increase of uptick. 
Dude, 2017 was my first year doing YouTube. My first video was on a Doug Marone hire, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, this is going to be sweet, man. The Jaguars is going to be good for a while. I started the perfect year, and then it's just like, it's been Aww. like dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Yeah. I remember 17 was 17 was glorious. 17 burst a lot of our favorites now. I mean, that was when Teal Man showed up. And uh, and he's been a staple ever since. And that's when you really showed up. Uh, I, I was on the news like seven times that year, interviewing with my flag, my kids' faces painted everywhere. I mean, we were kind of got the head tattoo in seventeen after the Pittsburgh win. Uh, so yeah, they, the news came to the tattoo shop. You remember that shit, Jay? News mm -hmm. came to the tattoo shop <laughs> and filmed me getting the head tat. It was uh, it was pretty incredible, man. Seventeen was an incredible year for sure. Dude, how often do you get yourself a fresh skin fade to get that thing showing all the time? Oh, always, Doug. Always. It's ready. <laughs> always. Like, at least every two weeks. Mm -hmm. At least every two weeks. Because it shows pretty well. And, and the thing is, is shout out to, uh, what was that, New Era Inc., I think? I'm about, I'm about to be, look, I was about to give a shout out to the, the tattoo parlor. Completely forgot the name of it. <laughs> 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 well, shout out to that lady, Angel. I remember her. She mm -hmm. was the tattoo artist, Angel Guts. Uh, I don't even think she's there anymore, so it doesn't matter. I, I heard she left and went to a new parlor, but she did it. A fifty dollar tattoo, bro, and this thing is incredible. I mean, to this day, the ink. I mean, there's no fading. It's a, it's a beautiful mm -hmm. thing for sure. Uh, B, let's check to some comments real quick before we get back into the questions. B, y'all says uh, Blaine Gabble was horrible when he was in Jacksonville. He threw it in the dirt anytime anybody would get within five yards. It was pathetic. He's got much better as a veteran. I mean, has he or is has he just he playing? He's just been hiding, man. I mean, hey, he didn't beat us. <laughs> yeah, he's he never he's us. never gone into a season being a starter since what 2011 or whatever it was 2012. Yeah, no, nah, he's been always a backup since then. But, <laughs> but hey, I can't I can't hate on that man. I wish I was good enough to be a backup in the NFL my whole career. I mean, I would that's take right. that. I will well, be Blank Gabbert. I will yeah, be Blank Gabbert. That's the best job or backup kicker, really. But, but yeah, third string quarterback. Back up to Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. I want to back up There's Tom Brady, man. I want to get myself some rings. For real. That's the way. It was funny. LaShawn McCoy was trying to hype himself up about being in the Hall of Fame. And he's like, he's like, I had this many yards, this many touchdowns. I've been on, I've had two different Super Bowl rings with two different teams. I'm like, bitch, you got on with the Chiefs and the, and the, and the Buccaneers. That doesn't count. Mm hmm. That's like Jaguar fans. That's like Jaguar fans being salted. Like, oh, every time a Jaguars let a quarterback go, they go out and win a ring. You know what I mean? The Jaguars can't produce talent. It's like, no. It's like Chad Henne got a ring with Patrick Mahomes. Blaine yeah. Gabbert got a ring with uh, with Tom Brady. Letwich got one with Ben Roethlisberger. It's like that is such a ridiculous argument. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure anybody <laughs> can say that. Anybody can say that. Yeah. Anybody could anybody could point out the fact that once somebody leaves their team, they go and uh, yeah, on to and get a ring somewhere else. I mean, <laughs> it's like what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Shout out to Joshua Peterson, man. I see you in the comments talking about Greg Jones. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talk about him. Talk about him. William Kerr says his top five are uh, Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith, Mojo, Brunel, and Baselli. The Brunel shit bothers me, bro. Why does this bother me so much? I guess it goes back to the Minshew love fest I had prior to. And I'm one to admit I was a huge Gardner Minshew fan. Still love Minshew to this day. And if we wouldn't have been in position to draft Trevor Lawrence, I'd be telling you to build around Minshew even now. Um, 
I felt like he was in a bad situation, and he didn't just regress. He just got forced into – they tried to force that square peg into a circle hole, and that shit was no. not going to work. We know so, we tanked. We tanked. That's what that, happened. That's well, that's what that's what, that's what I really saying, wanted. That's why I really wanted never, to tell Jimmy. That's why I really wanted to tell Jimmy though. last week. Yeah, that's why I really wanted to tell Jimmy was, hey, yeah, what the fucking tanked. Of course that shit didn't work. We I tipped players don't want to admit. Players don't want to admit. Like former players, like I've been on with John Henderson before, and they're like, they they they're they're very like they don't want to get that in their head, like because they're players. They think with a player mindset, and I mean that there's there's tanking that goes on the NFL and. Yeah. Um, one time, one time I was on with Big Sofa. I was on one of their shows, and he was like, he was like, no team has ever tanked ever. And I was like, I was like, literally week seventeen, the Buccaneers were playing the Falcons, and they were up like three touchdowns. And that was the year they were going to get Jameis Winston. And literally in the second half, they threw all their backups in, and then they basically lost a twenty-one point twenty-one point lead. And he's like, oh well, that was evaluation type of stuff. They wanted to. <laughs> See, I was like, nah, bro. And what about Philadelphia last year? Yeah, you take Jalen like, Hurts man. out. I, I watched the I watched the Jets fucking tank this year. I watched Joe Flacco just throw an interception after playing the best game of his career for three quarters, three and a half quarters. You, you sit bench you down and you walk out, Mike Glennon, and tell me he's better. Yeah, I can't. But- I can't do. And I heard people talking about. I heard a list on ten ten. They were going over the top twenty five, under twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were talking about the the young guys, and uh, I I find it hilarious that you know I texted in and I was like, you realize God Dementia was on this list after his rookie season. You realize mm-hmm. that that following all season when the list came out, God Dementia was like fifth on top twenty five under twenty five. It's like they don't they don't like to talk about that though. They don't want to talk about that because that that, that fucks up the narrative. We don't want to talk about the fact that Minshew was actually pretty damn good coming out, and there was a lot of hype around a lot of aspects of his game that are now mm-hmm. hated on significantly. And that's fine. Go ahead. I'm not saying start Minshew. I'm not not at all. Nope, not on this team. We have Trevor Lawrence, and I'm extremely happy about that. I yeah. My problem is I didn't think we were bad enough to get Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I got shown. Dude, but the funny, the funny thing is, though, like nowadays in the quarterback position is so important – like if my team, if I don't have a quarterback, I'm just rooting for my team to lose. Like literally the, the 49ers, they went like six and ten or something like that last year. And that was that's a bad record, but they were like picking number eleventh or something like that. And they mm-hmm. had to trade two first round picks to move up and get the third best quarterback when the Jaguars have all these draft picks. I mean, they could have been in that same situation and we could have moved up easy, but then you get you don't get Travis Etienne. You know, what I mean, you don't get all these you walker little, you don't get all these guys. And we're not getting first round picks next year. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's just nowadays, it's like, man, with how important a quarterback position is, I would never have been all about, you know, really being on a super tank train. But man, like, I mean, if you're the Lions, do you really want to win games next year? If you're the, um, I mean, if you're any of these teams, Falcons. I, I can't, yeah, mm-hmm. like Falcons, like all these teams, like, you know, what's the benefit Steelers. of. Like the Jaguar, like like we went one and fifteen last year. That was the worst record the Jaguars have ever had. But, but the last year, did that feel any different than like twenty twenty, or than twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen or twenty sixteen? We just felt like the same level of trash. But this year, we actually figured out how to you know lose. lose those close games. Right. We didn't pull out the Packers game like we we usually would have. Um, you know, especially with Minshew, the way Minshew was the year before, he was pulling out those one score games. Remember the Raiders game. 
the Bengals for, for the comebacks. Yeah, like he was doing those things. And I got a, I saw something today, and I found it very interesting. And it goes off of what you said before we jump back to the questions. There were teams with ten plus winning seasons in this century. Okay, the Patriots obviously number one with nineteen. 10 plus winning seasons. Look who the Patriots had a quarterback all 19 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. That the number two team is tied for second is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers. Look at their quarterbacks. Yeah, Hall yeah. of Famer, Hall of Famer. So right now we've got four Hall of Fame quarterbacks for those three teams. Now the next one is a little different, but if you look at what this quarterback was doing prior to his downfall and his replacement, mm-hmm. It makes sense, and that's the Baltimore Ravens with 15. But that defense was so incredible for so long. It didn't matter who the signal caller was for real. But Joe Flacco was a really good quarterback for a while. And then they got Lamar Jackson. Mm. But then you got the Seattle Seahawks with 14 wins. Or 14 winning seasons, rather. 14 10-plus winning seasons. Russell Wilson. Mm. The Colts. Peyton Manning. Andrew Luck. The Philadelphia Eagles had Donovan McNair. The Tennessee Titans had Air McNair. Fuck you, Titans. Had Air McNair. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, Pat Mahomes. The Broncos. Shout out to that hey, young baby. lady from Orange. Shout out to that young lady from Orange Park. <laughs> then we got the Cowboys. Come on, bro. <laughs> Romo. No, I mean Romo was a good quarterback, bro. No, no, I like Tony Romo. Then you got the Saints, Drew Brees for that entire period of time. The Chargers, you're talking Phillip Rivers. I mean, every single one of these teams had Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah. Dante Culpepper and company with the the Vikings would have been like the only, eh, how'd that happen? But again, they had Adrian Peterson. Yeah, they had they had a true cheat code. They had Brett Favre. They had Brett Favre for a couple years. They had Brett Favre and and a good Brett Favre. Like Brett Favre, I'm gonna lead block for AP, run down and try to throw a block on Pat. Will Brett Favre? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite quarterback of all time right there. But when you look at that, that's only three, six, nine, 12, 13, 14 teams that have had 10-plus winning seasons this century. Yeah, That's it. And I mean, you gotta get, every you single gotta one of them guy. have a Hall of Famer under center at some point. You, you got to get your guy, bro. Like I said, the, if the Patriots ne- – if they didn't have Tom Brady – they wouldn't be on that list for having any of those 10 win seasons because they were fucking trash. I mean, they might have had one, maybe one. I think early 90s, they were good. They, but still, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Tom Brady gave you all of those. So it's just, like I said, bro, we just had to get our guy. It's been 20, what, 28 years, 29 years, not 28 years. Bro, we got to, it, it takes some time. Like I say it took some people 75 years to get their guy. So That's how it is, and I think I think people forget that a lot. Just how young the Jacksonville Jaguars organization actually is. Mm-hmm. But back to the back to the questions, man. Let me ask you this, UCF. What's your favorite interview that you have done thus far? Um, probably my Colin Johnson one. I interviewed Colin Johnson a month or so back, and um, I I straight up asked him about Trevor Lawrence. I was like, "Hey, man, uh, what are your thoughts about?" Tre-? Because it was before he, we were drafting him, and I'm like. This worst kept secret, man. We all know what's happening. What do you think about it? And he kind of gave his thoughts, and it actually made it into a like a Jaguar, like a, the official Jaguar social media account actually put it into a hype video. Um, that that little segment when I asked him about it, and it was pretty cool. Then the the interview went well. Like I think that he was underestimating the amount of people that I had on my channel because like 
I had like a steady 300 people in the stream at a time when he was in there. Mm -hmm. And then he just saw questions kind of flying in. And then um, we were communicating via Instagram. And then right after the interview, he actually asked me for my phone number. So I was like, oh, shit. He thinks I'm actually <laughs> legit. <laughs> but that was, uh, that, was, that was one of the core ones. I don't do many, inter many interviews, really. I mean, I probably should try to do it more. I just – I'm not the best interviewer, I guess I should say. And I always – I always want to like I don't want to be a cookie cutter type of like Jacksonville media where they just ask like oh what are your thoughts on the wide receiver group and you just know what they're right. gonna say mm -hmm. you know what I mean but I also don't want to you know step over my boundary and ask something that's like you know I probably shouldn't be asking you then you know what I mean so it's like it, it, it's hard for me because if I was in a Jacksonville media I would be the douchebag that none of the players like because I asked the hard questions. <laughs> Uh, but if they're on my channel, I try to be more like player friendly, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, definitely, absolutely. definitely. Yeah, it was it was like that. You know, we 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 just recently interviewed Jimmy Smith, and uh, during that interview, before we had the technical difficulties and he lost Mike, it was like trying to figure out exactly what you want to ask without crossing any lines, or without putting them in an awkward situation, because you know yeah. you don't want to ask them a question to where they feel as though they can't really tell the truth or speak the speak mm -hmm. the facts because I mean Jimmy is literally the knight in teal armor out here on Twitter representing the Jacksonville Jaguars everywhere. He is like ride or die for this shit. Yeah. And uh it's 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 really amazing. <laughs> and honestly, if, if our alumni was more like Jimmy Smith, I think then our team would demand a different level of respect nationally. But uh that that's for a later time. But mm -hmm. I think that uh it, it definitely is a, a interesting balance trying to figure out where you want to go with it for sure so and that college is on your because, channel right now right yeah man it's on a channel it's uh it's on my youtube account so it was uh it was a, it was a fun interview for sure i'm gonna try to get some more on um i just got to kind of i usually like it when the guys have youtube channels so i can is i had Dwan smooth on when he had a youtube channel so that's uh yeah. is i always try to find it like how can they how can i help <laughs> benefit them you know what i mean and right. if they have a youtube channel i mean i can help you know, I can help bring people over there because I know a lot of Jaguar fans are always looking for, uh, you know, some Jaguar player content because that's the coolest thing, man. Like, you know, I, I like I wish one thing I think more Jaguar players and they get YouTube accounts. It's like they try to think, OK, what do what do uh, Jaguar fans want? It's like what they want is they want to see what's inside a locker and they want to have players on there. We want to see what their personalities mm -hmm. are like, because, you know, I mean, we all you know, we all look at, you know, DJ Chark seems like a cool dude, but we don't know anything about him. You know, we want to see how he is when he's, you know, kicking it with the with the homies. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, you know. I think what, Caleb on Chase on just started a channel. Is that right? He did. I, I, so. I, I hit him up seeing, but I haven't heard back. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Shooters got to shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, some of these guys, it's a little funny. So, I, uh, I, I, you know, I just really got going on Twitter and trying to get the Twitter up and popping. And uh, so I tweeted Jahad Ward when he first got here. And uh, Jahad Ward was actually kind of responsive. We, you know, he'd retweet and like, especially if I mentioned his music. So I don't know if you know this, but Jahad Ward is a rapper. Okay. So he has, he has his own little, his own little click, a, a, a label, whatever you want to call it, Kings. And he goes by Hattie. And he has dropped some, some pretty dope music. Um, so I checked bars. him out on okay. iTunes. Oh, yeah, he got bars. So I checked him out on iTunes, and I, I retweeted his stuff. <laughs> I, said, man, I asked him, I said, is this you? And so he responded. He said, yeah. And I was like, man, that's dope. So I retweeted it, put it out there. He liked that. Then he hit me back. It was like, I got a new album dropping, and it was on a Tuesday. And I was like, well, that's dope. 
uh, I was like, you know, we, we have a podcast and I'd love to get you on and you could drop the album on it. You know, we could promote it for you for sure. Silence. Oh. <laughs> so silence. then I, I jump in the DMs. I jump in the DMs. I slide into Hattie's DMs. I say, hey, man, uh, just so you know, you know, everything's remote. You know, we do it through Zoom at that point. I was like, so we'd love to have you on the show. You know, we could talk about your album. We don't have to really get into football much, but it'd just be an honor to have you on the show and uh, talk with one of the newest JAG members. Silence. <laughs> hey, so Tuesday rolls around, his album drops. I retweeted that, gets a like and a response. I say, ain't this about a bitch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so it, it's funny, man. I mean, I'm sure. He needs I can you guys. Imagine. You don't need him. You don't need him. He needs you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I can only imagine that Jahai Ward and his 68 on Madden um, have get hit up constantly to go. Jay, <laughs> I'm not throwing shots, Jay. I just play with him on Madden. He's a 68 overall. Calm down. Hey, but I, he, don't uh, got no, he don't have, Yeah, he definitely don't have no superstar uh, rating. No superstar but abilities. I know he's, he's probably getting hit up a lot. I mean, I can imagine being in the NFL comes with its own, uh, its own, mm-hmm. its own sort of dealio. Don't matter what what position you are. On the depth chart, man. Shout out to B. Yams. He said he followed and subscribed. That's one of your guys. I appreciate that, man. Shout That's out to Steve Boston. Steve Boston. Steve Boston. UCF, my man. Steve That's Boston's true. my man. Steve Boston says, fuck the Titans. I'm mm-hmm. loving Steve Boston right now. Yeah. I think Steve Boston should be a guest just so he can say, fuck the Titans. Just come on, say, fuck the Titans. Hop off. We good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, moving on, man. Uh, make sure, first of all, that you guys go to UCF Jags channel, UCF Jaguar, and check out the uh, Colin Johnson interview if you haven't seen it already. So going back to Colin Johnson, what do you really see from Colin Johnson this season? What is your expectations? Jimmy Smith is very <laughs> high on this boy, very yeah, yeah. high. I mean, he's a dude that has length, and he's also extremely fast, man. And he did some pretty good things with his – I mean, he did some impressive things in the open field last year. And when you look at him, it's like, oh, tall guy. Oh, he can catch the jump ball. But he can do more than that. Um, he's actually got some legs on him. It, it's hard to put an exact, like, number count on it about, you know, oh, I think he's going to get this many grabs for 800-something yards. But, I mean, I think he can do some stuff that's surprising. And, you know, with the lack of tight ends on the Jaguars, I think he could be a real – red zone target between him and maybe marvin jones but um I, yeah i mean i'm ex- i'm expecting some good things out of him hopefully hopefully he can blow up and i can uh, have him back on and we can talk about it <laughs> yeah no definitely i think i think he has probably the biggest upside out of everybody in that receiving core outside of dj chark because dj chark has that size and that speed that rare size and four three combination um but yeah, colin saying- johnson is very yeah, Colin, he got that. I was about to say, but he's long. Like, so when he get if he gets into the open field, like you, you're not gonna outstride him. He's gone, like he's out of there. Matt Jones-esque. Mm-hmm. Just looks like a, a gazelle, gazelle running down gazelle. the field. Well, I think uh, I think DJ Charg is being really slept on, dude. That guy is a beast. He just uh a product. There was some bad uh I'll, I'll just say there's some bad quarterback play last year, in my opinion. He phoned it in. He phoned it he, in. He phoned he it in phoned early. It in very early. He phoned, he phoned DJ it, uh, Chark upset me last season because he phoned it in early. Pissed. I was pissed. I was pissed. And I would watch him give up on routes. I would I so uh you know I'm a I'm a coach, a former player, uh, and I look at the game and I, I decide, okay, this game I'm gonna really focus on this. I'll go back and watch the all 22 footage if I thought I saw something. 
and I really break down the film in a different way. And when I would watch DJ Chark, he would just flat out give up on routes. And it's all at the end of the day, it was because, like you just said, he phoned it in. And that just frustrated me from from a, a former player standpoint or, or from a coach's standpoint. Uh, you know, a fan, we were we were hoping for Trevor at that point. So I guess I couldn't be too angry at him there. But just to see him phone it in so blatantly, to watch you half-ass run those routes, to give up on the ball when it's in the air the way he would. And not I can't say running, I blame him. Not even running dummy extent. routes. Like, running, like, not even running dummy routes, bro. Like, yeah, we're running the ball. But, bitch, you need to sell your dummy route. Like, that's part of your job, bro. <laughs> just go yeah. do the part. Just do that part, bro. Like, but I can understand, I guess, you don't want to get hurt. But right. And you know they're phoning it. You know they're tanking and they don't told you, like I said, you could tell that certain players got the conversation from Sean. They were like, hey. You like, said I got the phone call? Yeah, they got the phone call, bro. And Sean, tell you, bro, Sean is a billionaire, bro. It, it probably wasn't even a phone call. Sean pulling up. And he coming with a briefcase every time. They getting like, in the sprinter. He pulling up in the sprinter. The door opens. Step inside. He's going to grab his sprinter. He's going to grab his knee like when you got served. <laughs> nah, man. He gonna, but nah. I just think he caught it. I think he pulls up, hops out of the Maybach with a, <laughs> with a briefcase, and just has conversations with guys. I'm like, hey, man. Hey, man. Maybe you should you know, focus on you know, starting family. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, just, yeah. Hey, Josh. Hey, take Josh. Games off. Go ahead and take a few games off, Josh. Have another baby. Yeah, man. Just Josh relax. Allen is a baby-making fool, man. Josh, well, shout out yeah, to Josh I Allen. <laughs> I, I, Josh. Said, I said he's on a Phil Rivers type of career trajectory, man. He's, he's on his third baby in his third year. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah he's working I'll give that he's woman working. a break, man. Hey, he better, <laughs> shit. He better break a fucking quarterback this year. I know that because you, 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 you need to get a. You need to get a. Uh, you supposed to be. He gonna be looking for what? What kind of deal coming out? What you supposed to be get, looking for? Like play like shit last year, bro. Yeah, Dude, I think I, I think, think it bounced back really well. The most the most famous baby to ever be born in Jacksonville will be Trevor and Mar- Marissa Loris's kid when they oh, have yeah. a baby. Oh my bro, god, the fucking bro, he is going to be the the prince of the city, bro. The that baby's going to come out with blonde hair, long blonde hair, and teal oh. eyes. Oh my Jeez. god, it's going to be it's going to be amazing. He's going to name him Jackson. Nah, yeah, Jackson. He's gonna name him Jackson. He's gonna name him Clemson. Nah, he's gonna he's gonna name him. Some kind of, he's gonna pull out some. He's gonna pull out some kind of like Bible reference, like, Jeremiah, like Lucas yeah. or some shit. Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah. Isaiah. So, so back. Let, let's get back to the questions, man. What's your biggest <laughs> fanboy moment? Like, uh, biggest... like when you sat back and you knew, like, okay, hey, I gotta do this. You know, I'm interviewing this guy or I'm trying to contact this guy. But, you know, you, you got to actually talk to a player or whatnot or meet a player. And instead of being UCF Jag, you just went full on Dalton. Oh, my God. Moment. <laughs> Dude, I did a – oh, my God. I did a I did an interview with D.D. Westbrook in person. Like, I w- it was in-person interview. Mm-hmm. And I was like – I was filming off of, like, my laptop camera. And I was like, Dude, this is just like – I am like – and like, oh my! I I haven't watched the video since doing it, man. I edited the video. I haven't, seen, I haven't watched it since because I already know I was so cringy. I was not good at that shit. I've gotten a lot better now, but I was like, I think I was doing YouTube for probably about sixteen months at that time. I was just like, you know, that was that was weird. I don't know if I've ever had a fanboy moment because I don't really, I, I don't, I don't, 
I don't know. Like, I never have an interest in really meeting players. Like, I'm not like, oh, I got to go give this guy a high five. I got to get this guy's auto. You know I mean? I'm not one of those autograph type people or, you know, I don't want people, you know, I mean, obviously I got that thing, but that was still when I was kind of a kid. But honestly, I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, but D.D. Westbrook, that interview, I was um, a little bit giddy, I guess I should say. Okay. See, he cool as fuck. You heard him, Jay? Mm-hmm. He said he, he cool as the other side of the pillow. He don't, he yeah, don't get all... I mean, I don't fan I don't fanboy out over anybody. Um, I mean, I just met a, I've met a lot of famous people. I guess like growing up stuff. So right. it, it just I had to. I mean, I was working. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like a. It's you know what I'm saying. They're just people. At the end of the day, yeah. shit, yeah. they coming in to they coming in to spend money, and, and I'm in there to to receive it. So well, I, I have <laughs> I think like guys like David Mendenhall. Shout out David, mm-hmm. big guy moving. I think guys like David are, are, are astonishing to me. The fact that because I mean I'm I'm a huge guy. So you're a big guy. Yeah. Dalton is Dalton's fucking beautiful. Um so Thanks you know what I'm saying? We all we all have our we all have our our gifts <laughs> from God. And I cannot I'm in a room. I just can't see myself shrinking lower than somebody regardless of their their class or or what they do for a living and just go, "Oh my god, I have to meet you." I just I don't I can't. I can't bring myself to do that, so I always keep it cool. Plus, I, f- I feel like I want to respect you. I don't want to run up to you and get an autograph or run up to you and get a picture. You're at Walmart. We're yeah. not doing that. I'll look at you. If you look at me, I'll give you the head nod like, yes, I know who you are, and I respect you, and I keep it moving. Yeah. I just, with my thing, like when I'm like 13, 14, 15, it's like I really, you know, I really look up to these guys. But then like once you get to be like – 23 24 25 and these guys are getting drafted and they're all younger than you it's like am i gonna like that's when i started kind of changing i'm like okay this guy's like six years younger than me am i really like gonna be like you know wanting to get this guy's autograph and like autograph my chest you know what i mean like right i don't know it's just too far can't do it definitely yeah a little too far (laughs) people people have their own thing though man yeah, I've never asked for a, uh, I've never asked for an autograph in person from somebody. Like, I just because it's it's never the, like the only time that I would even feel comfortable asking is like if I'm at training camp and like I have right. and if I bought something to get signed. But like other than that, it's like bro, I'm like I've ran I've run into Josh Allen when he was a rookie. I ran into Josh Allen at uh, the donut shop. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a flex on you guys <laughs> real quick. Hold on. Yeah. Oh shit. Speaking speaking of autographs. Look at this bad boy. Uh, focus, oh, focus. Man. I Holy see, I see, I, I see, I see the golden locks. It's uh, uh, let's see if I can focus this thing. Right. He got that. He got one of them ring lights, don't he? No mm-hmm. way. You got that's the that's Trevor. That's a Trevor Lawrence autograph. Rookie oh card. my god! How did you manage to get that already? I actually had a subscriber, member of the channel, send it in to me. What? Shout hey, what's out. that subscriber name? <laughs> uh, hey, I'm, get, about to, get, I'm about to go, go subscribe to the subscribers channel. Mm-hmm. Oh, there shout we go. Look at that. Out, Look at that shout shit. Shout out to them. That's yeah, Twenty-one that's out of twenty-five. Dude, this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, this thing is sick. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta get look, man. We look, we gonna we gotta get some cards, man. We gotta get some of our look, some NFT, Remember, some NFT blockchain cards, man. We gonna make some money off some NFT. We gonna have actual uh, physical NFT property. Remember how we were saying? Remember how we were saying we're on fanboy? Nobody look. I look up to you, dog. I look up thank to you, you. Thank you. I want to be you like look, you when I grow up. 
I, I sense I sense the nervousness in this interview, so I could tell right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. No, that's one thing. Like we were kind of talking about the interview thing. One thing, like when I like interview players, like it's not that I fanboy. It's more like I get anxious when I interview these people. You know what right. I mean? Like because I'm like, okay, I don't want to fucking mess up and make shit awkward, and uh, you yeah, know what you, I mean? Yeah, because you're on their time. Well, you know, what I'm saying you're on their time, and like I said, they're taking time out of their day, so it's like. I said, you don't want to ask nothing crazy, nothing stupid, and you just want yeah. to go well. That's the goal. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. Last but not least, man, as far as the interview segment goes, what is next for you, CFJ? We're on the channel. You got another guest you you got coming on. What is next for you uh, in your 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 channel? Uh, my next thing is my next thousand subscribers. There <laughs> I mean, we go. Honestly, I just, I mean, honestly, I just keep pumping out the content, man. Just keep making videos, uh, you know, one video at a time. I don't, I don't have an overall goal for the channel. I'm not like, you know, I don't really look at the numbers and say, okay, I got to hit this point. You know, I just go out there, grind, do my thing, put out content, um, keep, stay passionate about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that, that's the whole thing. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people will start YouTube and they say, oh, YouTube, like, you can make a lot of money on YouTube and they started that way. But you know, if that's, if that's the reason why you start doing something like that, then, you know, it's not going to last. You know what I mean? My, uh, my passion drives the channel. Also the, the people that watch it, man, that enjoy my shit, you know, all the people that watch it, that's also another motivating thing. And, you know, I just like, I just, you know, one, one thing that, one thing that really motivates me is, uh, there's always, I always get, sometimes I'll get this, a person that comments like, man, like, I watch I'm not a Jaguar fan, but I watch all your videos and I really wish my team had a YouTuber that did stuff like you. And it's like, you know, that kind of stuff because as Jaguar fans, we don't get good coverage at all. Mm. You know what I mean? From like national media, then you know, even local media it seems a little bit limited. But you know, if I can actually provide Jaguar fans with like, you know, some sense of like cool Jaguars coverage, you know, kind of doing this as like my part time thing. Yeah, I mean that's uh that that's super motivating. That's super that's super cool for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and when you get a thousand more subscribers, just go ahead and send them right over here, man. You know, because we we've honestly since you've dropped your video and you talked about doubling our subscribers, we have we've probably grabbed another almost hundred subscribers. So oh, is that right? There we go. I, I and you know, several of them did comment on videos and said they, that they were here because of you. So I mean, I greatly appreciate that. One thing we tried to do was stay away from YouTube because originally we were just streaming via Facebook and that was it. We and so originally our first few episodes, we were averaging a thousand viewers live at a time on Facebook in between the groups and whatnot. It was crazy. And uh, I was like, man, look at this. And we were terrible. And people yeah. were still tuning in. You got to remember, we started a, a, a lot this of post last year. Yeah, post game. See, a, a lot. Shout out to the. I mean, we had a great idea to go live directly after games. Yeah, so we would hit so, those post game yeah. shows, and people would want to come in and talk and rant and and I mean, you know, through through the first probably ten weeks of the season, we were averaging great numbers simply on Facebook, but we knew we needed to expand. You know, we knew we needed to go a little further, and I was I was so nervous to get on YouTube <laughs> and get YouTube started because I know 
for me personally, it's always been difficult to build up a subscriber count. Just it's easy to everybody has a Facebook. Everybody uses Facebook, you know. So it's it's a lot easier to get somebody who's scrolling down their Facebook feed. I spend countless hours swiping on my phone sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I know it's easier to get somebody to view a video on Facebook than get them to go to YouTube. For me, I found that to be a struggle. So I didn't want, and I knew we could make money off of it. I knew we could monetize and whatnot at some point and start to profit, but it really wasn't what it was about. Uh, so now that we've been able to do this and grow it to be able to go from, you know, three weeks ago, having a, one subscriber to now having nearly 250 just in, in less than a month, I think it's huge. And I attribute that to, to great j- guests like Jimmy Smith, yourself. Uh, I really appreciate all of y'all. And then the Jaguar fans all on Facebook, the groups, man. I stay in those groups arguing with some of you ugly motherfuckers. Y'all mm-hmm. still click the subscribe <laughs> button. I appreciate the hell out of you because I'm not a nice human sometimes and I say some mean shit. <laughs> But yeah, like you, Facebook, I think Facebook's easier to get um, to get your stuff out there because it's so easy just to click on it. YouTube, I think you got to work a little harder to make sure that your video gets, you know, that gets recognized because it's, you're kind of out there. You're kind of on your own mm-hmm. when it comes to it's a lot harder to share stuff on YouTube. A lot of times the YouTube algorithm is going to decide if they want to push your content out to people. Absolutely. And Facebook changed their algorithm early on. And that was why I said about week 10 is when we started to see a shift and things changed. And, uh, and I actually heard James Coleman from the Sports Den talking about it because it affected them as well. And their live viewer content dropped or their live viewer numbers rather dropped on their content when they were streaming live on Facebook. And, you know, they're they're a big boy, you know, 90 fucking 90. What is it? 92.5 or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. But, you know, 10, like 10 said, Facebook, but, but Facebook thought all that shit because it's like, OK, well, what if, well, we could drive people to be watching this shit that we pay for. Instead of this shit that we don't give a fuck about. (laughs) Absolutely, man. But one one thing I like about YouTube, though, is once you kind of build your subscriber base, like, I don't have to really worry about, like, advertising my streams because I can, like, put out a video or put out a live stream and then, boom, YouTube sends out notifications and I also have, like, over 100 people in the stream. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's definitely, like, pros and cons of it all. I know for you guys, I mean, if I were to give you guys advice, um... Definitely, like if you're trying to grow your YouTube base, definitely try to cut kind of like how you did with the Jimmy Smith stuff. Just like cut certain clips out and put mm-hmm. it on YouTube because, you know, like because a lot of times I look at stuff like I am like I'm on YouTube. Like how like right. what am I looking for when I click on videos? Yeah. Like I'm not going to click on. Yeah, like I'm not going to click on a, a two hour stream out you know i mean if i don't like if i don't know you guys i don't know anything i'm not mm-hmm. you know i'm not gonna click on a two hour thing but if i read like oh you know uh, it's a four and a half minute video talking about you know who's gonna be the jaguars back or who's gonna have the most receiving you know stuff like that right that's that kind of stuff i always think in my perspective like what kind of video would i click on and i know youtube like if you can get people like that that like your stuff you know they're gonna say oh this is you know i like these people i'm gonna subscribe then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're coming into your live streams and then Absolutely. you know you kind of you kind of build your kind of following that way and that's kind of what's happened thus far as you know our biggest our biggest viewed our most viewed video on youtube right now has got to be the the news of the warren sap mentoring the jacksonville jaguars d-line and we were one of the first the first jaguar news source to drop that news um it was sent to me by a buddy who happened to see it on that fishing channel right after it dropped. So he sends me the link and I look and I'm like, nobody's talking about this shit. So I get the video together. We get it uploaded. And it's only about a three minute video. Now it's, it's right around 4,000 views. And so that's, that was our big boy. You know, that was our, that was our great white whale there. And then the Jimmy Smith and those individual clips are starting to do better numbers. And 
and the live stream, I just enjoy the live stream to be able to interact with people. You know, it's, I mean, it's great to be able to pop the comments up, have conversations with, with fellow Jags fans alike mm-hmm. and get people tuned in. And now we actually are on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. So make sure you guys click the link down in the description. You'll be able to uh, hear us on the right after the broadcast. We'll have the audio uploaded to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, et cetera, so you can listen to the show on the go because I know it's hard to sit for two hours and stare at my beautiful face. So definitely make sure that you uh, get the Apple podcast and Spotify ready to rock and roll, too. What you looking for? Don't laugh. What's wrong with you? No, I'm reading reading the comments. I got to pay the bills. I got to pay the bills. I'm reading comments, man. 904 Printing, your one-stop shop for all your printing needs. Flyers, business cards, banners, apparel, and more. 904 Printing has got you covered. Call for a quote today, 904-392-2139. Or visit us online at 904printing.com. 904 Printing. We're just better, duh. They are just better. Duh. Duh. I was reading the comments as Mr. Conquest said, UCF, you sexy bastard. AJK, AJ Day, ugly face, little boys. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Smoking that that Titan pack. They're, they're like, just being nice to the guests. They're just being nice to the guests. I, I love it, but I was like, when we say smoking that tire pack, I'm like, damn, we should play our song <laughs> for the people who for the people who haven't heard it. Oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we'll get we'll get there. We'll end the show with that guarantee, hundred percent, hundred percent. Let's jump to the comments though. Let's see, Dude, I got says, I got all my YouTube people in here, man. I got uh I got Washington State Jags fan Zach Lyon, Cheyenne. What's going on, fellas? Shout out, shout out. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? What's going on? Follow the Minuteal Podcast on Twitter at Minuteal Pie, Instagram at Minuteal Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. All them links and shit are down below. But if you watch a UCF channel, it probably ain't down below, but you can still just search Minuteal Podcast. It's on there. Y'all already know. You know? I don't know if you know, but you know. All right. So you know what? I do want to play the song real quick because I want to talk to UCF about the song. So if you've missed the song and you're not aware of the song, we're going to introduce to you the first AFC South disc record by the Minute Teal Podcast. Let's make it happen, Captain. Okay, mute. It's muted. It's muted. I'm Why did it do myself. that? No, Why I'm did it do myself. that? I don't know, but I'm about to mute. Because when you play that video, sometimes the feedback on my mic comes through. So I'm about to mute myself. You're going to mute yourself. I'm going to do, do it the old school way because that thing looked look like it didn't want to do what I wanted it to do. It didn't. You know what I'm saying? It looked like it didn't want to do what I wanted it to do. So UCF, I don't know if you saw, but we actually put together a diss record for the rest of the AFC South. So myself, I have I have some friends in the rap world. And I decided I wanted to dabble back into that experience and have some fun. So, you know, we put out a little diss record for those sons of biscuits. And uh, I, I, I would love to, to hear your thoughts on this. All right. You know, if I could actually get it to, there we go. So it was bugging me, Jay. It wasn't pulling up how I wanted it. <laughs> it, was, it, it really, it was, it was about to make me, it was about to make me angry. Oh, but no, I got it. Is this rapping right good. now or is this, okay, so, okay. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not going to do it live. <laughs> I, I got, <clears throat> how many, I'm not ready for it. I was it. trying to hear but, the bars, bro. Uh, the bar, oh, right off the dome. I'm, I'm about to say, you're going to hear them, but I've been smoking. So my, my, <laughs> rap, my rap voice is definitely not. <laughs> my rap voice is not uh, where it's supposed to. Hold on. Here we go. All right, Bell. All right. And then we hit this. And then we hit this. The Jacksonville Jaguars select. Let's go. Trevor Lawrence. Quarterback Clemson. 
Purdy in. We've been talking about it all day. Do the Jaguars officially have a new head coach? It's a new era of Jacksonville Jaguars football. This is a prototype player, can make every throw. Agent Agent J has the voice of an angel. That wasn't me. That, that was is. <laughs> that was that was big money. You talking about the chorus? Uh, no, no, no. It was the uh, he was rapping at one point. Yeah, the, the second, second yeah, the, the second verse, second part of yeah, the yeah, first yeah. verse. Yeah, yeah, he was talking. The voice of an angel. He oh, was okay. going. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate, and he, appreciate, and he got Taylor it. Swift to come on the song. You guys are really hitting it big. <laughs> we're trying. You know, we're trying to do a little thing. That was a little sweet to come on there, man. She we must be pumped get, about Trevor Lawrence. We got to get mm-hmm. you on the remix. We got to get you on the remix to the remix. Yeah, man. The remix to the bars? remix. Uh, no, but, you know, I can <laughs> pretend like I do. You give me a couple hits of what uh, <laughs> they smoke, and I can, I can get in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Let me tell you. Can I tell you something? Can I tell, hold on. You know what? Because I don't want you to know. We're just going to turn Jay off us. Let me tell you something. You don't want nothing of what Jay is smoking. Now we're getting Jay out of here. He dying laughing right now on the camera. We're not doing this. You don't want none of what Jay's smoking. You see, that? I, I got into town. Okay. I haven't partaken in the medication in which Jay partakes in daily in, 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 in 10 years. Easy. Yeah. 
you know, nine, 10 years. So I get to the studio, shout out Florida Sun Records. I get to the studio and there's eight individuals in the studio and I'm the only one that doesn't partake in said medication. Now this studio is a tiny house converted into a recording studio. It's got bunk beds. It's got every, I mean, it's beautiful. It's a state-of-the-art studio, incredible. But there's no windows. So there's no ventilation. It's one little AC thing coming in and out. That's it. It's eight of us in the house, seven of which partake. When we arrive, six people pull out baggies and start rolling up all at the same time. And they begin to partake all at the same time. Jay, it was cruel and unusual what y'all did. There was no reason for all of you to be smoking <laughs> at the same time and passing to each other. I went to Jimbo. I said, Jimbo, put that away. Let them roll up. They have they have very good stuff. Let them handle it. And he's like, my stuff is good too. So he rolls up too. I'm like, why? Why are there six pieces of medication, six servings rather, in rotation at the same time in this room? You could move the smoke with your hands like 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 it's the vaccine. It's the the vaccine. They're gonna have to put a they're gonna have to put a COVID-19 warning right here. This is not true facts about COVID-19. That was respiratory rape. Understand me? I'm starting to think they want to see who has the best weed. They want to see whose blunt is burning the slowest. Um, You know, there's different, there's different, uh, you know, things that Mm -hmm. are going through the mind of a, of a medication or if I, if I can say so myself. Definitely. I was, I was done data. I I don't I don't even know how the song got finished. Individuals in that studio were so <laughs> gone, they were falling asleep on the couch. Uh, shout out to Marcus, Big Marcus. He's the one on the mm-hmm. hook. My man was literally sitting on the couch. Now, Big Marcus is a very large fella. He's got cheeks the size of my head. And he was literally like this. He was asleep. He was just <laughs> on the couch, just out of there. You couldn't see his <laughs> eyes. He tried to say he was just smiling, but nothing nah. was funny. Nothing nah. was funny. It was nothing funny. <laughs> Everybody, that was crazy. We ordered... What did we order? Where did we order from? Uh, Ale House. We ordered from Ale House like 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't even know how Ale House was still open. Ale House was still open. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. We ordered Ale House on like Uber Eats or some shit. I'm not sure. But shout out to those wings. They were bumping. But um, I'll never forget that experience because they continued to do it. UCF, they continue to roll up again and again. And at some point, you just can't get any higher. And I didn't partake, and I was so high, I couldn't get any higher. There was nowhere else for me to go. No, trust I'm- me. I mean, when I, was at, when I was in college, I was in a house of people who did a lot more than weed. And I know the feeling, man. They come in there, and uh, they'll just smoke and smoke and smoke. I'm like, how are you? How can you get any higher? At some point, you just get, you, you don't, you're, get your maximum high, then you just get more tired when you smoke more. Mm-hmm. Jay was just, Everybody left. Everybody left. Finally, we're gonna go to sleep. They have bunk beds in here, right? So Jay <laughs> is on a pull-out sofa, nice by himself. I'm in a bunk bed. I didn't want him above me in my break, and I didn't want to be above him. It definitely might break. So I'm like, you know, he over there, and all of a sudden I hear it's a fucking lighter. He he wrote up another one. He wrote up another one. And he, I'm like, why are you doing this to me? I was, bro. I was watching MacGyver, bro. I hey, had he's to a, get he's, right. His glaucoma, get, his glaucoma was acting up, man. 
No, I, didn't I had wanna, to leave. I, was I had to get my... out the door. I was going outside was... to pee over and over again. I didn't even have to pee. I just walked outside and pretended to pee like three times so I could breathe air. Bro, I was watching the season finale of MacGyver on uh, on my fire stick. So I just wanted people to enjoy, I wanted to enjoy my television show, man. It's the season. People say, why did they finale. call him the cannabis analyst? Why is he? <clears throat> That's why, because he decided to analyze everybody else's weed and his own during that studio session. It didn't make any sense at all, but. Now shout out to everybody currently tuned in, man. Make sure you so click that share good. button. Get it, it did come out good. Make <laughs> sure you click that share button. Get us out there. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, man. Minuteal Podcast. Make sure you do that. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Minuteal Pod on Instagram at Minuteal Podcast. Subscribe to the Twitch even Minuteal Podcast and join the Facebook group Minuteal Podcast. Super easy to find us everywhere. We are currently live with our special guest, YouTuber himself, UCF Jaguar. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at UCF underscore Jaguar. Instagram, the same thing, man. Twinsies, follow him, UCF underscore Jaguar. And subscribe to his channel, along with 12,000 other motherfuckers on the planet, at UCF Jaguar, bro. My guy is popping. You popping like strippers at mascara, my dog. It is <laughs> it's, Dang, funny. Still- it's, it's funny when you do a football channel. And like football stuff because like literally in June and July, this is how shows go because there ain't shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about that earlier, right? So we have guests <laughs> lined up. We're, we're, we're going to announce next week's guest here in a moment. Uh, but we have guests like lined up, right? And I'm sitting here talking to Jay about what the next month is going to be like because we're going to be in that dead month where there's no OTAs. There's no training camp. There's absolute. there's no draft to talk, to mock and talk about. Um, you know, it's still a 90-man roster, so it's not like you can really dive into what the what the 53 is going to look like or what the starting lineup is going to be, all of that. So you're really in a dead month. So we got to come up with four fire-ass episodes, and, and we really have nothing to fucking work with. <laughs> it's, it's hard, man. That, that's, how, that's how these things go, man, because this is not a week six podcast. Mm-hmm. This is definitely June, July, where we're talking about, uh, you know, a bunch of people in a room smoking a bunch of weed together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's you know it's authentic. It's authentic. Yeah. It's yeah. good. That's what's beautiful right there. So we're talking about the real issues, man. You're not getting this on no PFF cookie cutter type no, of uh, type of live stream. Right. I mean, no, that's not I mean shit. That was never the that was never the intention. <laughs> the yes. like, you know, like, We've hey. actually had opportunities to link up with some pretty I won't I won't name drop. I hate those type of people, but to link up with some pretty significant uh networks i guess would be the right word um and and we've always kind of shied away just because we don't want to we don't want to change anything i can't tell jay he can't roll up on the show i just can't do it it's not fair to him to to medicate and to fix his glaucoma and such so yeah anxiety we live in florida bro this is a medicinal state uh yeah i am allowed <laughs> Yo, I was one. I'm sitting here wondering, like, we got it. We got a nice number of viewers, right? This whole time, and uh, my my Facebook was set to private. Oh man! So the stream wouldn't go. Yeah. So one of the guests actually for our upcoming show just hit me up and said, "You know, says unavailable, right?" So I'm sharing it in bags groups, and people couldn't even see it. So oh man! That's 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 funny. Um. Anyway, man, we're gonna move on. And I want to go ahead and make an announcement for our next show as we reach, you know, the end here soon. Next week, what date is that? The 8th, right? The 8th. Yeah, next yeah. week, the 8th, we will be live 
with former Jacksonville Jaguar, one of the original OG Jaguars. Let me the guess. The Mangler. The OG, the Mangler, Greg Huntington, man. I'm excited about this one, bro. Let me tell you. First of all, the Mangler is one of the coolest people I've ever encountered. One of the like I like I've said before, Jimmy Smith, so personable. The way he communicates with the fan base is a beautiful thing. The Mangler and and myself have developed a relationship that I don't even know how it happened. UCF. I don't know how it happened. It happened through Facebook. Um, and it grew to the point where, you know, we would just talk about life and shit. Um, Mm -hmm. Great guy. One of the OG original Jags. And I know you did a show with him, right? One of your earlier shows. Yeah, I did. I did an in-person one with him the same day as D.D. Westbrook. I did. I did the Mangler, D.D. Westbrook, and Blythe Brumleave on the same day. So it's pretty cool. That's fire. That's, yeah, that's pretty dope. So the Mangler actually, back here, I have a copy of NFL Fever 2000, the PC game that featured Mark Brunel on the cover. I don't think you were born yet. Um, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. <laughs> NFL <laughs> Fever on the PC. Uh, Mark Brunel was actually the cover athlete. Did you know that? I did not. Yes. Who is Mark Brunel? I'm too young. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually had a Jaguar player on the cover of a game. Yeah, he's the only one we've ever had on the cover of a video game. So hey, we had Denard Robinson on uh, NCAA. Does that count? We did have that. Tim, Tim, Tebow, Tim Tebow was on the cover. Bring him back. Get, I don't know, man. Tired of the Jacksonville disrespect. Tired of the Jacksonville disrespect. Doesn't count. Doesn't count, he says. It doesn't count. I got it, too. I have NFL, I have NFL Fever 2000 also, but mine isn't yes. special because mine's not. So, so. I get the game, I post it on Facebook, and I say, you know, I'd really like to get it signed by Mark. So the Mangler hits me up, and he says, go ahead and send it to me, and I'll get it signed by Mark for you. I couldn't believe it. I was excited as hell, super stoked. So I send him the game. Not only does he get it signed by Mark, he gets pictures taken of Mark signing it. He sends me the pictures. He sends me pictures of him and Mark autographed, and then he sends me the very first Jacksonville Jaguar picture taken that has – Coughlin and like the nine players that signed that very first day in the in the hotel at the Ramada Inn or wherever the fuck they were. I mean, mm-hmm. legendary mm-hmm. shit he sent me, and um, I'll never forget him. It was just the dopest. It was at Christmas time, and he made sure I got it before Christmas, and he just said Merry Christmas. So super yeah. excited to get Greg Huntington, the Mangler, on. And not only do we got Greg Huntington coming on, we also have. Uh, I, I, you know what? The way I, the way I told you, Jay, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get UCF involved. We have a guest. Okay, I'm, we're, go, we're gonna play a little questions here. I want you to try to, I want you to try to follow me, UCF. See if you get it. We're gonna have a guest on, who was a part of one of the most iconic plays in college football history. Now it's related to the Jaguars, okay? And it's one of the most iconic moments. In NCAA history, so it was a player. It is a player who was involved in one of the most iconic moments in NCAA history. This is random, but was it um, was he involved in the Appalachian State game? No, where they blocked the ki- okay because that was a Jaguar that did that. Um, one of the most iconic plays. I'm trying to think like what Oklahoma against <clears throat> uh, uh, Bo- 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 Boise State. You got to go back. 
You got to go back. Like what? 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 What decade? Uh, two thousands. Yeah. yeah. No. Dude, I have no idea, man. I got we- no idea. <laughs> Marshall versus Akron. Oh, uh, as Byron Leftwich, so Byron Leftwich? Is, is being carried down the field in that game. We actually have uh, Joey Stepp, who was his offensive lineman, who uh, carried him down the field that game, uh, coming on the show. We're going to have a lineman-heavy show next week. We're going to interview Joey Stepp, a uh, former offensive lineman for Marshall, who was uh, a part of that key play that, honestly, I think that game is the sole reason Byron Leftwich became a Jacksonville Jaguar. Dude, how the hell was anybody besides Byron Leftwich going to get that one, man? <laughs> I'm over here like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, didn't, I didn't think you would get the Joey step, but okay. the Byron Leftwich, the moment. I, didn't, okay. I knew I you wouldn't the get moment. the player. The I was going to be like, hmm, I'm thinking uh, Byron Step. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's go. So the, the guard who blocked for him in that game uh, and carried him down the field. Again, though, okay. I think that to me this is I'm, – I'm super – A, I'm a lineman, so I'm very excited. But B, again, Byron Leftwich doesn't become a Jaguar without that game, I swear. Byron Leftwich does not get drafted to the Jacksonville Jaguars if he doesn't break his fucking leg in the first quarter against Akron, make his way back to that stadium – and get carried onto the field by a police officer and a coach and get escorted up and down that field by his offensive lineman as he plays with a broken fucking tibia. It doesn't happen. It just mm-hmm. doesn't happen. So yeah, I'm still here. I just got to change out my battery real quick. No, you're good. You're good. So I definitely, I definitely uh, am very excited about this interview. So make sure you guys tune in next week as we will be interviewing Greg Huntington, the Mangler, one of the first Jacksonville Jaguars in team history and Marshall offensive lineman Joey Stepp, who was a key piece to that Byron Leftwich <laughs> broken leg up and down the field, uh, uh, carried down the field game. Super excited about that, man. So let's jump to the comments real quick, man, while, while UCF gets his battery swapped out. Shout out to uh, Bobby Mariani. He says we got the best backup in the NFL. He's referring to Minshew, mm-hmm. Joshua Peterson, man, MIT and UCF. Appreciate you, Josh. Let's see. B Shout says. True, true Jags fan. Minshew <laughs> definitely didn't get a fair shake. He fell on a sword for the inflection points. I honestly hope he gets traded somewhere like Pittsburgh next year when Ben retires and gets a shot. I could see Gardner Minshew going to the Saints. If the Jameis experience fails, experiment fails, I could see him going over there, man. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Mariani says, question for UCF. I will wait. Well, wait, because UCF's not on right now. Uh, what is Washington, that name? Washington, Washington State. State Jags fan says, yeah. loving the show. This is some cool shit. We love you, Washington State Jags fan. Bobby Mariani says, the Frost says he got bars. He got bars. Absolutely. Please believe it. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> see, yeah, see, the, got you the upside. See, you ain't got the, you ain't got, you ain't got the up-to-date comments on yours. I'm still scrolling down. What you mean? I'm in the middle, bro. I got to show everybody love. I'm not jumping ahead. <laughs> I'm not jumping ahead. What about the people that's been rocking since the beginning of the show? I got to give them love. What about Marvin Jones? Marvin Jones is going to be a dog. Yeah, he's going to go crazy this year. Jersey Jaguar says, honestly, wish we'd have kept D.D. Westbrook. Not me personally. (laughs) D.D. Westbrook is going to fuck around and go somewhere and be a dog if he stays healthy. Yeah, he better have have some more dogs. He better have some more dogs around him. Absolutely. 
UCF is back. He's little UCF, though. I know. I don't know what happened to me. Honey, hey, honey, I shrunk. I was in a pool. I was in a pool. Size doesn't matter, UCF. Size doesn't matter. Hey, this looks like a bad porno right now. You got two giant motherfuckers. Oh my god, it's a casting couch all over again, man. Oh man, fresh meat. (laughs) Oh boy. Hey, so let's jump back up to this question that we had. Uh, Bobby Mariani has a question for UCF Jag. He says. Who's a better backup oh than Minshew? <laughs> I think I think he's just trying to troll me because I am not about to get on a Minshew rant. He's just doing this <laughs> to troll me. I swear to God. <laughs> For the record, I I hate. I think Minshew is awful. <laughs> oh, Jack Curry. What's Jack Curry say? Shout out Jack Curry. He says I watch a ton of UCF Jaguar videos and I recently started watching this channel. I found you guys in a Facebook group. Great to be seeing so much awesome Jag content, man. Thank you, Jack Curry. Thank you for watching UCF. Thank you for watching us. We really appreciate it, man, because we, including him, we would be nothing without y'all, man. There's really no reason for us to make content if you guys aren't going to click and watch it. So we appreciate all of you. B, I love B. B is, like, active as fuck. Be active like this on your channel, too. Did you call in a favor from B? Did you say, hey, B? Yeah, I paid him up, man. I had to pay these people to come in here and – uh. And Clear. make me and inflate myself, inflate my ego. <laughs> B says something to watch between drive time, happy hour, Jaguars today. Hit up the podcast and YouTube, feed the fandom. Duval if he's watching Jaguars drive time and the Jaguars happy hour, dude, he better be. He has no excuse not to watch this stuff because yeah, oh, I can't. I can't watch that stuff, man. <laughs> no, no, no. You get the I've seen it. I've, I've watched it too many times, and it's just like. Man, we got all these old stuffy motherfuckers up there, like, yeah, we got, like well, Brian Sexton and shit. Come like, on, how the, fuck, how the fuck did they? So they just get they just get a fucking fire ass podcast studio at the fucking stadium, and I have all this access, and y'all don't have and y'all don't have no relatability to none of like the fan base. Y'all are just old and stuffy, and nobody <laughs> wants to fucking see that shit. It's such <laughs> cookie cutter shit that they say, man. It's all such cookie cutter stuff. Yeah, yeah. but but that's because but that's because they have. Oh, journalist, journal, the journalism degrees, and then fuck all of that, bro. Y'all, like, that, that's the thing. Jaguars need to be looking at other shit right now, cause it's like, bro, y'all people, people don't want to. I don't want to. Honestly, if I didn't have to hear Brian Ozier say another word, <laughs> it would be too soon. Like, it wouldn't be quick. It wouldn't be soon enough. How about Mike DeRocco? How about Mike DeRocco and the Brandon Linder? What? Yeah. Oh my After God. After the OTAs, bro. calling oh him, God, referring pampered? to him as pampered. Oh my yeah, God! Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, y- y'all disrespect the players too. You wonder why motherfuckers get mad? Like, they, 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 but they all they do this too. It's not just the national media; it's the local. They, I mean, God forbid, I don't. You know, he who not who he who should not be named. They used to always try him in the. In the <laughs> they used to always say stupid shit to him. Man. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, My man Washington State Jags fans, what do you say? He said UCF knows his shit and puts out bomb content. Dude, shout out to Washington State, Washington State Jaguar fan actually is hooking me up with Seattle Seahawks tickets for the game in Seattle. So Ooh, I'm ready for up. it, man. You know, I'm low-key, I'm low-key hot that you ain't gonna make the trip to Cincy with us. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. The Cincinnati <laughs> trip was gonna be so and now that I know you're an accountant, I guess I kind of understand it a little more. You know, it's not like you can just call out of, of McDonald's or whatnot. Uh, you know, you work at a, you work a grown up, important guy job. 
So well, I get it, it. It's hard. It's hard that game because you, if it's a Sunday game, it's like okay, I'm a like it was Cincinnati. I could literally go to the game, come back. I don't have to miss any work. I could just go Saturday to Sunday. But if it's a primetime game, I have to basically take a day off Thursday. I have to take a day off Friday, and it's just you know, and it's also mm-hmm. a really good day for me to stream on my channel these primetime games. So um, it's uh, not not the best game for me to go to. <clears throat> Yeah, no, that, that is going to be huge. So currently now we have got 20, 20, right? Right at 20, 19 to 20 Jacksonville Jaguar fans traveling from Duval and other parts of the country to Cincinnati. Tickets are already purchased. It's a lock. And we're all going out for the primetime game against the Cincinnati Bengals uh, on Thursday night. And we also have a special guest coming with us to that game. We're not going to announce it yet. But we are we are bringing in a special guest to that game. It is going to be fucking huge. I'm I'm so excited for this, man. We got a huge Airbnb out there. Um, it is going to be a party for sure. We're gonna make a movie, man. I might have to borrow your Canon as long as it don't do the little screen. I'll hit you up. I might have to borrow that camera because <laughs> I'm gonna need some footage. I was in a pool. Dude, yeah, I wanted to bring this Canon into Jaguar games, but they don't let me, man. What the hell? I know. So this Fuck microphone up. right here. I attempted to bring with us during the draft so I could interview fans uh, during the draft, and they wouldn't allow me to bring it in. They said, we don't allow recording devices. I said, it's not a recording device. It's a microphone. The phone (laughs) is a recording device. Yeah. I said, I'm traveling. I'm, I'm, I'm flying in from Illinois to come to this draft party. Yeah. And you're going to deny me an opportunity and deny me an opportunity to interview fans to better promote the brand. Yeah, I couldn't it's, believe it. it's not even like it's a regular game where it's like, oh, you could record plays and stuff like that. It's like a freaking draft party. Give me a, give me a break. Yeah, it was. I have, like, if you could, I had my lapel mic and it, and I got in with it. But I mean, we, when we first got in there, we fucking had to talk to the we the fucking news came and talked to us. So we, yeah, I was no. like, well, hold on, we don't really have. I'm not about to. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, to interview we'll go people. Right, yeah, go with yeah. the news. <laughs> We did, we did what we did. But shout out to Cheyenne Long Fox, gentlemen. Good to be here. Duval. And shout out shout to out. Zach Lyon. Said, what up, fellas? Duval. Yet again, Zach Lyon says, man, I look. I look and look for new episodes. Y'all need to quit fucking slacking. <laughs> Zach, we come up with a new episode every week, Zach. It's every Tuesday, bro. Every He's Tuesday. Like, go, to, go to Jaguars Drive Time. Jaguars Drive Time, 10 a.m. You're going to get your content. He's on, YouTube, he's on YouTube, so we don't got you know. I think, bro, all our, the old our, schools. Yeah, our back, our Man. backlog isn't on YouTube. Zach, I'm sorry, I'm not loading those fucking episodes up. Hey, anything pre-restream is not going up because this shit is too fire for me to go bring it up to old schools. See, UCF Jag has all his old shit he can look back on. I don't want to look back at none of our old shit. I don't want to look back at the split screens without the backdrops and without the commercials. I, I just don't want it, man. Washington State Jag fans said, love the Marvin Jones acquisition shit. I did too, bro. I ain't going to lie. And Zach Lyon says he will be at the first home game against Denver. How about you, bro? Oh, yeah. Of course. I got season, I got season tickets, so, I mean. <laughs> Zach, Zach, I'm going to be at the game with the Jacksonville Axe, man. I'm going to be sitting. What is it? Third row. Third row. Jack's man only sits in the front row, man. I, You know what? He said that to me about the Cincy game. So I hit him up. I said, hey, listen, I got a bunch of people coming to Cincy. Do you want to come? And he goes, where are you sitting? And I told him the section. He says, I only sit front row. Well, where the mother – 
Wait a motherfucking minute. Dude, he ain't <laughs> no peasant like us. Mr. 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 Disposable Income. God, right. Oh my God. How much Uber do you Mr. do, my guy? Mr. Mr. Cashing in my 401k. Fuck right. <laughs> he got to have a dumb credit card. He got to have a black card or something. My guy <laughs> literally only sits front row. I said, well, listen, man, I'm trying to get a lot of people to go. So I would buy cheaper seats to make their, their trip more affordable. You know, it's like a $200 flight. Tickets 50 bucks For 250 you have a whole trip. That's that's mm-hmm. doable. Uh, no, nah, he didn't want to hear that shit. He said, I'll come up and see y'all. I'll come yeah. up there with you peasants. But I'm going to oh, go back cool, down nice. to my front row seat. He's going to But I push it. Hey, his- that's dope. But fuck it. Hey. I mean, I, I understand, bro. There's, there's certain things that I don't budge on. And if I, if I had it like that. I probably won't be budging on certain on that kind of thing. I'll be too. honest with you, I like I like nosebleed seats, man. You get to see the game so much better. You get but to see it's not, yeah, develop. The good, thing, the good thing is we're not even in the bleeds. Like we're not even oh. in the nosebleeds. We got a really, we got really good seat. Yeah, we they got, got really good yeah, seats. They got like three hundreds hella high, bro. I'm we're down in the twos. Like it's not like we're way up there. I mean, we're in the end zone. We're mid level, lower bowl, uh, like the in the lower bowl part, like before yeah. you don't have to go up no stairs, like no additional stairs for it. I don't think. No, so, so it must you know, be nice. You know, we just did it. Fifty five dollars <laughs> seats. We got them early, man. We got them early. So fifty five dollars seats. Oh my gosh. Fifty five dollars yeah, seats. Yeah, I, I want to see. Have, have, ja- have you tried to buy Jaguars tickets yet? No, I haven't. So the four hundreds are ninety dollars tickets. Yeah, that's what happens when you go one to fifteen, man. You gotta crank up, you gotta crank up the ticket sales. Trevor Lawrence, Urban Tebow comes to town. <laughs> got the hottest, uh-huh. we got the hottest ticket in town, boy. Guess what? <clears throat> uh, uh, nah, it depends. Some of them, I might have to let go. I might have to let go one of my tickets this year. A couple of my tickets this year, but nah. <laughs> but I'm going. But it's, there's certain things I gotta see this year, so. I don't know. I'm gonna have to see every every pass he throws in that stadium. I think I have to be there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, we finally got. We're finally gonna be able to come to Jacksonville and see a good quarter, quarterback, man. It's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna be special. It's definitely gonna be special, man. Jerry Brown says you guys have come a long way fast. This is a freaking great show. Shout out to Jerry Brown, man. He's got that. Shout name. out to Jerry, man. He's got Dad the Jaguars. Let's, let's go. go. Yes, Jaguars. Let's go, group. I saw him G check uh, UCF Jack. I don't know if you saw this. You, he he G checked UCF Jag like they was banging in the streets, right? Oh Jerry Brown, yeah, because UCF Jag didn't post a link in his YouTube. So mm-hmm. Jerry Brown popped up and was like, say blood. Well, I used to I used to I used to post his links. I would I would uh post because he would always share my stuff. I'm like, hey man, I'll uh since you share all my videos, I'll I'll put your link in my YouTube description. And then I remember one time he made a post saying, All right, guys, like I'm closing off um new members in here. I don't want to get to me. I was like, all right, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to bring in all these new, uh, you know, member requests if you don't want them. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, that was hilarious. I saw, I saw Jerry and he actually tagged me in the disc. So I felt, I felt like, uh, like when, when Eminem signed 50, like he tried to bring me a part of the beef. Like <laughs> it's not my beef with Ja Rule, but I just inherited that beef. So, you know, he, he brought it in. Like he took a shot at UCF, like say blood. Share my link in your shit, cuz. And yeah. then at Kim real Bailey, awkward. at mm-hmm. Kim Bailey, you know, I support Kim Bailey and you. Make sure y'all watch their show. So it was like, damn. We Jerry almost just... needed you to mediate. We almost needed you to mediate. It was close. It was close. They almost threw hands. <laughs> I got, I ain't gonna lie. Jerry's a big dude. 
But UCF got the age difference on him. So I think UCF can hang. But Jerry mm-hmm. kind of a big cat. If he gets his hands on UCF, it might be a wrap. I don't know. But also, I want to give a shout cool out to, to Dave Cicero. Right? Huh? It'd be cool to see it go down, though, right? I can sell <laughs> oh, it. God. Can we do it on your YouTube? No, let's do it on our YouTube channel. We, okay. need, a clay, we, need, a, we need a claymation celebrity deathmatch version let's, of it. Let's do it yeah, on our get, YouTube channel. We we'll sell. create some fake beef. Mm-hmm. We should do that. Some some fake. Yeah, you will. I'll beef with you. We'll beef. To, you know, let's do disc records. I don't know. I got to pick on some of my own size. No, you're the you're the bigger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, this is yeah, you're we're like you're Nelly. You're Nelly. We're KRS. Yeah, we're like, the little guys. <laughs> you you got <laughs> it's always the person with the most listeners that wins the beef. UCF. So I think you're good, bro. All right. Shout out to Dale it. Brown, man. Dale Brown says go ahead and put out a record for the whole rest of the NFL because they all suck ass. That's what I'm talking about, man. Shout out. I love it. I love it. Bro says, uh, Mr. Conquest says, what's everyone's prediction of Minshew's 2021 look like? Bro, I'm not doing that. What's the, I'm, not doing, I'm not doing that. I, I, don't, I don't see him getting traded. I don't, see I, him, I, I don't need him to throw any passes. That's what I, that's what I predict. To throw zero passes this year. I just need I, him, to, him to comb Trevor Lawrence's hair when he needs it and to, you know, yeah. give him that kind of advice. Cheyenne mm-hmm. says apparently Trevor's been struggling with the red zone stuff. Hopefully that gets that was better one with time. Practice. One practice. OTA, OTA practice. Come on, he's throwing the this guys is, that won't even be here. This is one thing that I hate about like when training camp is open and when there's like preseason because we read way too much into yes. this little stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I hate it when that happens. Mm-hmm. We overanalyze every fucking thing, and then the fans typically will repeat what they heard on these uh, Jaguars drive times and uh, <laughs> 10 to XLs and all that bullshit. And mm-hmm. then listening to it, they'll be like, oh, man, Trevor could. He was throwing the ball a good five feet over targets in the red zone. Well, you know what? <laughs> he's throwing the ball to guys he's never thrown the ball to before. The timing is off. I mean, it's, it's it just happens. Oh, the defense had a great day. I remember going to training camp. You remember this, Jay? We went together. Blake Bortles threw five interceptions at that training camp, and they they just bashed Blake. They how bad that was, practice was. That shit was so wild because the I defense was, I, was balling. We had the best defense in the league that year, and they proved that. Yeah, the defense was out there balling. They were so, ball hawking everything. So what are we so, talking about? So in a three-hour period, so in a, in a three or four-hour period of practice, he threw as many interceptions as Ben Roethlisberger did in four quarters of a game against the same defense. Bobby Mariani, he got your Seinfeld reference, bro. He said, yeah. "I was in the pool." Great shrinkage Seinfeld reference. Yes, I, I recall yeah, that. That episode. was a, that was an elite episode, man. I had to. Oh, I don't cool. know why I'm small right now, but I really don't feel like uh, <laughs> fucking with it. Uh, Mr. Conquest says Jacksman is one of the best people to go uh, work to away games with. Uh, went to Cincy last year with him, and he was like an NFL tour guide. Love that guy. Well, Mr. Conquest, make sure that you come this year to the Cincy game with him because. We're going to be out there wilding the fuck out and having a blast, man. So we are up against it, man. We are approaching the end of the episode. We have UCF Jaguar live with us in the building, man. Uh, it's been a great show, man. Go ahead and let the people know what you've got going on. Talk with them and uh, push your links out there. Where can they find you? All right, guys. I'm, I'll be on YouTube, uh, UCF Jaguar. I'll be posting out the uh, you know all different videos. And you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at UCF underscore Jaguar. Um, it was a good time, and uh, hopefully we can do it again sometime. Definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it, man. 
We gotta get more. We gotta get more. We gotta get more of the creators together, man. It's not. Yeah, a, I'll, it's I'll not have a, to have you guys on my show sometime, man. Oh yeah, we'll be down. Just definitely, just let us know. Definitely be down. Okay. Hell yeah. But the, the <clears throat> kid head out. The kid. Uh, the kid rage quit. No, I don't. Uh, he must have just went off cam. I don't know exactly what he did. <laughs> yeah. He usually runs. Usually running some kind of. Uh, something kind of ad or something right now but i don't, yeah, know I don't, I don't, see, I don't see his kid advertising 904 printing <laughs> what what happened what happened? somebody was knocking at my door it was the police i had to let them know that jay is not here oh, God. <laughs> hey there you go man I had, to, I had to let them know man big shout out to 904 print. we're not talking about how great 904 printing is were you telling people that they can find all their Minuteal podcast merchandise at 904 Printing? All you yep. have to do is go to c9vibes.com, click Minuteal, and you can find all the Minuteal podcast merchandise right there. The Trevor F. and Lord shirt, the tight end T-Bow shirts, the protector brand Jimmy Smith, all the fucking merch is there. All you got to do is go to c9vibes.com and click Minuteal podcast. 904 Printing, your one-stop shop for all your printing needs. Flyers, business cards, banners, apparel, and more. 904 Printing has got you covered. Call for a quote today, 904-392-2139. Or visit us online at 904printing.com. 904 Printing, we're just better, duh. Yep, 904 Printing is just better, duh, man. And we didn't get to our segment today of the uh out of pocket with ty jackson he has some technical difficulties you know what ty told me ty says sir i'm going to buy a new laptop tomorrow just for this show so shout out to ty man you be one ty jackson going to give him a new laptop to make sure that we can make it happen captain so definitely appreciate that we appreciate that make sure you guys tune in next week 7 p.m eastern time on tuesday the 8th we will be live with our special guest greg Huntington, the Mangler, one of the original Jacksonville Jaguars, as well as former Marshall offensive guard Joey Stepp. He was a part of the iconic Byron Leftwich, carried up the field, broken leg game against Akron. Probably the sole reason Byron Leftwich got his ass drafted to Jacksonville to begin with. So make sure you do not miss that. And make sure that you follow us on Twitter at Menenteel Pod, on Instagram at Menenteel Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Minuteal podcast, the Twitch Minuteal. I mean, come on, guys. You know what the name is. You know where to find it. Make sure you do it. And as far as 904 printing goes, you heard them. Call for the quote today 904 392 2139. Whether it's one shirt or 100 shirts, no minimums, Jay. They're not charging for no minimums. They're not, they're not going to up the price on you. None of that. No setup fees. Call them, get your single shirt made, get a dozen shirts made. It doesn't matter. Just tell them Minuteal sent you. And the Miller Creative Group, man, they handle that big boy stuff. We're talking vehicle wraps. We're talking trophies and shit. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're like daddy, okay? Yeah. 904 Printing mm-hmm. is like the son. He's, that's Peyton. Miller Creative Group is Archie, okay? Mm-hmm. So make sure you check them out online at mcg247.com or on all social media platforms at mcg247. Miller Creative Group. Discover the one source difference. And you better follow my guest, man. UCF underscore Jaguar on Instagram. UCF underscore Jaguar on Twitter. Simply UCF Jaguar on YouTube. You better go follow him. Or else we're going to follow you to your house after work. And we're going to handle that shit. So, I'm just just letting you know. Pow. 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 Pow.
pew pew. All that shit. <laughs> hey, all of that. And I appreciate all y'all for tuning in, man. I am your host, the High Take Hooligan, Agent K. That is the Cannabis Analyst, Agent J. And that is the biggest Jaguar YouTube ever, regardless of how small his screen is. UCF Jaguar, and I'm going to play us the fuck out. <laughs>